1: Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty here at the Martini Bar with returning guests. This is number five for you, oh, this right? Number six. Oh, this is number six. This is number six now, yeah. Our record-holding guest. Yes. The great Grant Anderson is here. Grant, thank you for being here. Thank you, sir. I like to win.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're going to talk today. We've, we've talked about a lot of topics. We've talked about car movies before. We've yeah. talked about baseball movies. Well, today we're going to talk about not necessarily in movies but actual cops in movies we want to talk about favorite cops in movies and just to, i have to mention a couple of things before we go is a couple of things i was in a band in the 80s called bread saver of the cockroaches and we're having a reunion in August, and that will be announced. So, uh, anyway, our 35th reunion of my band. Oh, God, it's to look forward to. Yeah. But, anyway, let's get back to our topic, Grant. And yes. we're talking about cops. Film and cops. Film cops. And I'm using the, the, the term cops that you could cover anything. So, I'm counting. Because some of them, there's one particular, well, I'll, I'll just say it right now. One particular FBI agent that I really like. Johnny Utah, Johnny Utah, <laughs> with Keanu Reeves in yes. uh, Point Break. One of my, which is a movie that, if I if, there's a few movies that if I'm watching the middle of the movie and it's on, you I gotta watch the end. I I'm, 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 I can't leave it. I can't leave it. Yeah. And, and Point Break is that way for me. And Johnny Utah.
2: I'm an FBI agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that's a but that's a fun movie. It is that's fun. a fun film. I mean, yeah. it's, it's good. It's got some epic stuff in the end of
1: there too with the big wave and everything. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Nice. And the uh, I like when he comes in though. He's a young FBI agent. He's a quarterback for Ohio State or whatever he's supposed to be. Right. And they give him such the caps. Give him treat him. Had such a hard time. Yeah. And it's like, get off yeah. my back. I'm a i am I it's my first day at work. Yeah. And well, uh, what do you
2: think of the remake? Uh I didn't like it. You don't want to speak of that. Okay. No, I don't I, even we speak of that. Uh, that Keanu, you
1: can't beat Swayze and Keanu Reeves. Yes. That's that's the best. And uh God rest Patrick Swayze's soul. Yes, indeed. So, um, anyway, that's my first one. Sorry I jumped in front. Of you. I usually let the guests go first, but... You're the boss I, here, I couldn't, I couldn't hold, hold my, my piano. And
2: you know, you, you, you hold the keys to the martini bar. You should be able to do whatever you want. The man who controls the liquor controls the... Truck. That's right. So, uh, what do you got? Who's well, the captain? Well, it, okay, so... For first place, it's a tie. It's a two-way tie for me, and I know that's kind of copping out. Ha! Look at that. Oh. Look at what I did there. Um, it, it is, but I, I, I just, I, I really thought about this, and I can't split them up. So let me start with the first one who's an unconventional cop from my favorite movie of all time, and that would be Rick Deckard from Blade Runner. <laughs> Harrison Ford, Rick Deckard is technically not a cop. he's, yeah, he's a for a cop. the cops, but he is a cop. He's and a cop. I, I have, I love that movie. Yeah. I love that Rick Deckard is a guy who's challenged by his, uh, you know, by his situation. A guy who's a killer, but starts to figure out that maybe he's on the wrong side of things. And, and things like
1: that. also in that movie, former guest at Rick's Martini Bar, Sean Young. Yes, was indeed. That, uh, indeed, was was in that movie.
2: But yeah, it's a and good one. It's Harrison a very Ford. good one. And tied with Rick Deckard is. What I think is a pure cop in film, Frank Serpico played oh, yeah. Al Pacino and Serpico. I mean that there's a real guy based on a real guy who really went through those things. And I mean, if you're so good of a cop that you can get shot in the face <laughs> in a doorway and still keep going after those guys, you're a good film. Yeah, cop. that was
1: that was p- at the height of Al Pacino's powers. There, he was so good in that. And movie. also at a, in a
2: really in what I think is one of the greatest times in movie making of all time. Right, back in the '70s when they were making films that had really interesting grit and and realism and people were just getting out there and nobody phoned it in. It was yeah. really cool. And, and
1: not a, not a lot of, uh, special effects. So if you had no. to, if you had a car chase, you had to have a car chase. Yeah, and, if you wanted, <laughs> and if you
2: wanted it to look really nice as the sun went down, you sat around and waited till magic hour and you got the shot yeah. and you had yeah. about 20 minutes until you lost the light. And yeah. That's yeah. That's back when they were making movies. Yeah. You know? Cool. So, uh, yeah,
1: two two great, great cops, Frank Serpko. Well, well, mine that I'm going to mention, and, and Grant actually told me that that was the start of this conversation was us texting back and forth, yeah. and he said, I get Frank Serpko, and I said, okay, but I get Jack Cates, yes. who is uh, Nick Nolte, and I actually just watched that movie yesterday, again, uh, 48 Hours, with uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, Nick Nolte, and... It is a movie that... Jack Cates' dialogue is... Crosses the line for racism. Oh, yeah. Like you would not believe. I mean, I... In fact, I don't remember – I didn't remember it being that bad, but he he
2: uses slurs that you could not use. Yeah, through (laughs) through the prism of our modern times, and when modern, we're talking 25 years ago. Yeah. But, yeah, it's changed quite a bit, you know. Um, But, yeah, great cop film. And and an
1: interesting thing in that movie, too, is uh, David Patrick Kelly, who I like in that movie, plays Luther. Hmm. And he played it in The Warriors. He played a guy named Luther, too, yeah. and he says, it wasn't me. It was The Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, 48 Hours, Jack Hayes, Nick Nolte, and again, we talked about Pacino being right at the right spot. That's Nick Nolte's sweet spot because he has the gravelly, smoking voice, yeah. but he's not completely... <laughs> wiped out like no. he became five years later Right But you uh, had Jack Cates, Nick Nolte In 48 hours That's a very, very good one We have to stop for a commercial, our first commercial So we're going to take a break And when we return, more cop talk Here
0: at Rick's Martini Bar Let's swing on down To Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste
2: Hello once again and welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar with the great Jerry McCarty. I am Grant Anderson joining him today, and we are talking about favorite film cops. Yes, we are. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let you talk about this one because
1: I'm curious. He, this is a Sanford This is a Bay Area cop, and Grant's from the Bay Area. So you're a big Bay Area fan. I can see. You where you're know going who I'm talking this.
2: about already. Go ahead. Who is it? Harry Callahan. Harry Callahan. <laughs> Harry Callahan. <laughs> Dirty Harry. You know, it's funny. Um, <laughs> He's he's one of those film cops that almost crosses the line into being a bad guy. Maybe he does. Yeah, yeah. In some ways, and um, you know, it's funny. He's he's actually a little farther down on my list. Is uh, he really of, of great film cops? Because I always thought that. I mean, again, I, nobody doesn't like the Harry, you know, the Harry. Yeah. I almost had said Harry Carey, the, uh, <laughs> the the Harry Callahan films, you know, the Dirty Harry films, but. Um, you know, I think you you wait around in those movies a lot for him to say something like "Go ahead, yeah, yeah. my day." You know that kind but of I stuff. I five shots or yeah, six. Yeah, and so for me, it was it, it was less interesting. I, I, right. I found Harry less interesting than some other film cops, um, but there's no denying that he is a great film cop. I, I I like what I like is that he
1: crosses the line. It's, you like just that, to yeah. like what you said is that he's he definitely crosses the line, yeah. and I like that. About him is that he he goes over it and and uh, I don't even think he knows where the line is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> necessarily. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's how I, I I like that. And I also yeah. like the uh, the after the I uh, use did I choose five shots or six? Yeah, feel lucky, punk. My favorite line is after that the guy said. Yeah. after he him he says gets
2: to know right. what was it was yeah. it, and
1: he says, i'm not sure
2: yeah yeah, absolutely that's yeah you know, he 's a good film cop. But I do have some people on my list in front of him. <laughs> Who's in front of him? I can't believe that. For a bear guy. Well, you know, John McClane. Die oh, hard. yeah. Die Hard. You know, and again, never in uniform in this film, <laughs> not really being a cop. You know, he's just at a Christmas party. But I think that's what I like about it is that the cop comes out. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. When he's faced with that situation, he's the only guy who can save the day. He works with another cop on the ground to actually get in there yeah. and do what's got to be done. And one of the great, you know, a lot of cop films seem to have really great one-line films. You've got Dirty Harry with Red right. Punk and all that kind of stuff, and then this one, which we can't say on this particular oh, thing, yippie yippie kai kai Blanket or Blanker, and, you know, a great, uh, great film cop, and and one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's one of my he's one of my favorites too, um, and I have to uh, go to another one, and I like. I like action films, even if they're bad. Yes. And there's certain films that they come up with the name of the movie, I think, before they come up with the character's name. Right. And this is uh, from the movie Cobra with (laughs) Sylvester Stallone. And his name in the movie was... Marion Cobretti, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Which I don't believe Cobretti's a real name. Cobretti, but, <laughs> but, but clear though, they're legal. <laughs> yeah. they're like. What well, can we make his name be? That's short for Cobra, right? And uh, so yeah, so Sylvester Stallone, who's played uh, uh, remarkably, has played a lot of cops. He has, yeah, Copland, which was actually a pretty good movie. Copland was good, yeah. yeah. He played uh, played Copland, and then Tango and Cash, Tango where and Cash. he uh, played. Uh, I think his name was Raymond Tango in that movie. Uh-huh. And Kurt Russell was uh, Cash. But
2: uh, We actually used those vehicles from that film in a really bad science fiction pilot I did back in the... Oh, really? Yeah, when I first got in the business in the early 90s, we did a thing called Island City. And we needed vehicles that we could turn into these modern sort of things. And we we got those vehicles from Tango and Cash and converted them with George Barris, who built the back Oh, yeah. And, uh, and it's funny because just a couple years ago, I was at a car show, and there was the vehicle. Really? And it had been put back in Tango and Cash. Form And on the little sign that talked about the vehicle, it said it was, you know, destroyed for a really bad <laughs> science fiction pilot in the 90s, um, but we put it back to what it was supposed to be. It was actually nice to see the vehicle put back. Yeah, just just
1: for our listeners, if if you ever want to see a car... And and you probably, you might know why this is. Why do cars, seeing a real car is yeah. such a disappointment. Like seeing the Batmobile yeah. is a huge disappointment. Yeah. And seeing cars that... You know, or like the Back to the Future DeLorean. Right. Huge yeah. disappointment.
2: They look so much better on screen. You, you know what I think it is? I think it's the automotive equivalent of never meet your heroes. <laughs> it's just, you know, the, you're going to see the chips in the paint. You're going to see the fact that that Batmobile is is not, He doesn't have some big motor. I mean, the, the, you know, the Batmobile from Tim Burton's Batman, you know, the one they used as the picture car for just the slow rolling scenes had a Honda, you know, four-cylinder Honda engine. Oh, so when they turned that thing on, it sounded like a Civic, not like that big jet, you know, power hard thing you saw in the film. So yeah, that can get a little disappointing at times. Yeah, so don't, uh,
1: don't see that. But uh, And I have to we're, have stop for another correction, but I've got to name one more Stallone. Uh, one is that he plays In Demolition Man He plays John Spartan
2: John Spartan <laughs> Which is another great name Another underrated movie I think <laughs> Very underrated Demolition Man And Sandy Bullock's First real so that's sort right. of Same. Big turn Cool Well,
1: We'll take a commercial We're going to figure out One more segment To talk about more cops When we return so
0: many. At the Ricks at <laughs> Let's swing on down To Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good
1: taste. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here. Grant Anderson over there.
2: Grant. Yes. What are we talking about? We're talking about favorite film cops. And it's a big, long list because there have been a lot of good film cops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and we, we do this. And I, I purposely like to go from my memory. Right. And I don't. Like re watch movies, but there's one that I can't remember. But so I'm, I'm gonna say it, and it's a, a movie, Face Off. Face Off. And I can't remember which one was the cop, who was, but it was. Nicholas Cage, but I'm trying to remember when it was Nicholas Cage got was. first, and then he took his face. It's like the worst premise for a movie was uh wh- Travolta and yeah, it was Sean Archer was the name of the cop, right? Yeah. But it was yeah, so but it was Nicholas Cage, right? And then the the other guy was the Travolta was the the villain, I think, right? So, uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. so I showed you how good of a movie it was. Uh, because you're right in there on remembering every it's, it's detail.
1: That's like the worst premise in the world is wow. we want to catch this cop, so let's exchange or let's want to catch this guys, so we're going to Take one face off and put it on another guy's face. Yeah. Worst idea
2: ever. Yes. <laughs> so, so anyway, what else you got there, Grant? Well, I've got one that, uh, well, I mean, let's get some of the ones out of the way that we all know are big. Frank Bullet. Okay. Oh, yeah, Bullet. Bullet's great and, and great. One of the best cars, speaking of good car chases, yeah. one of the best
1: car chases of all time. And again, like you mentioned, that sweet spot in the movies where it is acting and... Stunt driving. Yes,
2: and real stunt driving. No yeah. no, no CGI, right. none of this fast and furious stuff. If They right. want to drive the wheels off, they drove the wheels off those cars. And then Riggs and Murtaugh, of course. They uh, have been a great combination on Cops there. Yep. Really funny. Getting too old for this. Probably one of the best <laughs> buddy cop movies yeah, of all time. Was, yeah, it was. It's really good. Yeah. But here's one that's a little outside the box, even though he Cops in his name. Alex Murphy, RoboCop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great cop, the you know. Great, from Detroit, too. And Again. another great one-liner, you know. Uh, you're, you're Dead or alive, you're coming with me. You
0: know? <laughs> that's fantastic, you know. Uh,
2: that's a really, really fun, you know, cop movie and a good yeah. film cop.
1: You know? That, that What I hear from that movie is that that, and then again... Kind of pre CGI, I guess it was. But they, he yeah. had uh, uh, Peter Weller said that that suit was. In uh, fact, okay. they saw him at one of these shows, and he said the suit was so heavy. Oh yeah, wanted to, yeah. <laughs> to wear that. that it was, was... they weren't crafting things out of carbon fiber and all that kind of stuff like they do now. All yeah. right, he said he was sweating, and he said he. I think he said he lost twenty pounds from the start it. of the filming to the end of the filming of that movie. I believe it. Just it. Yeah. With the, uh With the suit,
2: we don't speak of the sequels for those films. Oh, no, stick no, to the no. original. That's, one. That's right. The only one I'll. That's Oh, that's right. yeah. One of the most gruesome on-screen deaths ever. Paul McCrane being when he's fallen into the vat of chemicals oh, and yeah. hit by the truck. Oh. That was nasty.
1: <laughs> well, I have two RoboCops, the Detroit cop. I have to mention another Detroit cop, which is my hometown. And that would be Axel Foley nice. in the Beverly Hills Cop, where yeah. he's, uh, he came, came from uh, uh, Detroit to come out to Beverly Hills.
2: Right. Very good. And, and a good cop film again. Yeah. Um, here's an unusual one. Marge Gunderson, Fargo. Oh, really, it's a great un- one. Really unusual cop. She, We're going to step at some Arby's there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and what's so funny about it is is they hide the ball so much on how smart she actually is yeah. throughout the entire yeah. film. And you realize, oh, my God, this is a really good cop. This yeah. is somebody who really is paying attention. She's a really oh, unusual, yeah. fun cop. That would uh, they, She
1: would go up in my – I didn't didn't even think of her, her yeah. but she would go up on the – she's one of my
2: favorites. She's in my top She's really, yeah, really she's, good. She may be in the top five for me. Really wow. unusual cop. Yeah, fun cop. Um, you know, we we would have we have to mention Virgil Tibbs. Oh yeah, you know, they call and, me
1: uh, Mr. Tibbs. And,
2: and then a really important film cop. When you think about it, when that film was made, civil rights had really just started to kick in, and people were really paying attention for the first time. And in the book, you know, when the when the con slaps Tibbs, Tibbs doesn't Tibbs doesn't slap him back in the book. Oh really? In the film, post civil rights era he slaps him back. Wow. I mean, that's, so it was an important moment for film cops and for certainly for African-American film cops. It was a really interesting thing. So. Yeah, Rod Steiger. Rod
1: Steiger, yeah.
2: Um, okay,
1: one, one then we always talk uh, we'll have to do this, we talk about movies that we want to recommend for people right. that they might not see, and uh, one of my favorite, maybe my favorite Spike Lee movie, mm. Inside Man, Yeah, good with film. Uh, Denzel Washington, and he plays uh, Keith Frazier, so not a name that you remember from that movie, but... Very good. I mean, great portrayal of a cop that's, uh, you know, following. And again, probably like you said with Marge Gunders, it's smarter than you yeah. think. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's Denzel Washington. And it's Denzel Washington. He, <laughs> if Denzel's in
2: it, I'm watching it. That's just the way it works. You know, he's awesome. I, you know, I got to give one honorable mention. Who's that? This is one that's maybe not a, strictly a cop, but, um, and Steve McQueen appearing twice now on my list. Ooh. Steve McQueen's last film, The Hunter. Oh where he yeah! Plays Ralph Papa Thorsen, the famous bounty hunter who was based here out of L.A. Um, not necessarily cop, but he is catching bad guys in the film. That's an underrated movie. Um, and if you love Steve McQueen's stuff, um, that's a great film to see. Yeah. Uh, really good. And a, one of the most inventive car chases in a cop film ever in a cornfield using a thresher and an old firebird. Um, <laughs> if you, so if you haven't seen The Hunter, I recommend you see it. Um, it's a pretty darn good film. And uh, here's a. Co- we, Grant, we did our baseball
1: episode with us, and we talked about Kevin Custer's many baseball movies but he played a cop too. He was Elliot Ness yes. in The Untouchables. Yes. And a, a, a good portrayal. I liked his uh I liked that movie The Untouchables and and uh and I will also uh like
2: uh, Sean Connery's role a yes. 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 cop in uh in that movie as He's well. very he great in there. One more uh, two timer on my list here is Al Pacino as Vincent Hanna in Heat. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, good. that's good film. Kyle. Heat is a good. It's, it's Heat good is movie. Michael Mann. I think the best work he ever did. Yeah. It's it is. I mean, there there are moments in that film that you remember. The gun battle is yeah. maybe the best gun battle in oh, it's history. A, the no best questions. for as long as it is, and yeah. I don't know how much of screen time that is. Oh, it's huge. But but the shot they, downtown. it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable, and, the, and that great moment when De Niro is, when they're in the, in the sort of observation trailer, and they're looking through that infrared camera, and De Niro realizes he's being watched. He looks at the, ca- at the infrared camera right at Pacino, and they play it right through that thing. They're separated by blocks, but there's that moment. They're on totally different areas, but they know, okay, the game is on. It's a really good film, and, and I like Hannah. He's a pure cop. He is a guy who will absolutely stop at nothing yeah. to get what he needs to get done, and I, I like that. I really like That's that. That's awesome. Movie. That's a good one, and uh, well, we're
1: out of time. Oh, it's always so depressing. We always run time. out of them. Um, anyone? Yeah, I'll let you give one more. If there's somebody that give, give me somebody that some a performance that you'd like people to see.
2: Wow, you think um, is really good. well. Again, I, I would go back to 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 Steve McQueen and The Hunter. So there you go. Uh, it, I haven't. It's, I, it's, I, it's I, such a good movie, and nobody saw it. Is Steve McQueen? was, you know, dying at the time when he made yeah. it. He, and, and he did his own stunts in the film. I mean, he does some really great stunts in the movie. Uh, it was an older Steve McQueen, kinder, softer, gentler Steve McQueen. And he What do you plays, think would have happened to Steve McQueen? Who's,
1: I always thought if I – I think about that. If he would have lived, I think he would have been like Clint Eastwood. I think he would have became a director. Probably. Because and, and, their career is kind of – Followed the same path that yeah. they were in, kind of the same movies. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a, you know he was a troubled guy. You know? Yeah, and McQueen had some, some, but he was his, passionate. His I mean, he wanted yeah. to make. Yeah. About car racing, so I'm going to make Le Mans. Yeah,
2: I've got that poster on my office at work. I mean, that's a, yeah, you know, Mc- I, yeah. It would have been interesting to see what would have happened with him. He, he. Um, I think he might have directed the Hunter. Actually, oh really? If I'm not mistaken, oh good, I'll that supports look, my look it argument because I,
1: I do think that. I think he had a yeah. sense like he would have. Yeah. that's what he would have done, and I think yeah.
2: he would have been really good at. it. And there's a lot of McQueen in the Hunter of I think who he was at that point in his life, you know, he's, he's playing an older father in that thing. Who's, you know, who's, who's just become a or just about to become a dad. And he's really sort of thinking about his life and whether or not he should hang up this business of going and chasing bad guys all over the country. And it's uh, it's an interesting thing. It's a look at Steve McQueen. You don't usually get,
1: there you go. So that's our recommendation. So, Check that out. And, Grant Anderson, thank you for coming back to the Martini Bar. You are always welcome. Thank you, sir. At the Martini Bar. And please join us next week. I'm Jerry McCarty here at Rick's Martini Bar. (laughs) Cheers. Let's swing on down to Ricky's
0: place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class. In the tall martini glass. Let's swing them down The Ricky's Down.